Welcome in, guys, to another episode of the Female Who's Podcast. Here's I'm your host once again, Patrick O'Brien, uh, bringing you some of the latest discussions uh, around our Female Hoops events and some uh, high school basketball and everything like that. Again, before we always get started, just want y'all to let you know just to you know help us out. You know, subscribe to our podcast. Hope to bring some more talks and discussions. We've got some plans for down in the future to hopefully uh, bring some more uh, unique content on this uh on this platform and as well make sure you check out on phenomhoopreport.com for all the latest coverage information events everything else that you would like to know from phenom hoops here so once again if you listen to the other two podcasts before this we've talked a little bit about the rundown of the day from the uh, phenom holiday classic uh we continued again day six is now in the books we're recording this on tuesday night um, so, like, like last night on Monday, going to run down some of the scores that we had from t- uh, today's game in Rock Hill. Uh, we actually started our day off at 12.30, Westminster Catawba versus Calvary Day. Very tight game, um, and Westminster Catawba actually was down uh, for most of the game against Calvary Day, and then they came back and they won 71-65. to Concord Academy, uh, Greensboro Day, that was a thriller. Uh, that was a big-time game there, and Concord actually came up big in the final seconds to win 61-60. to And then moving on to another game, Gaston Day versus Charlotte Country Day. We got a chance to see those two teams. Gaston Day took home the 52-42 victory there. Uh, 3-30 game, Moravian Prep National took a... Uh, Took care of business against Franklin Prep Regional, 89-55. Our 5 o'clock games, we have Providence Day defeat Legion Academy, 59-46. And Carmel Christian defeat Bull City Prep Durham, 83-61. 6.30 games, Combine Academy Regional and Victory Christian matched up. And Victory showcased their dominance there in an 81-54 fashion there when uh, the 6.30 game, and then Cannon and Gaston Christian was in a full-out battle. It went into overtime, and Cannon came away with a hard-fought 76-74 victory. Last game of, uh, of, on the night there, Combine Academy National defeated Cape Fear Christian 89-43. to um, And Bull City took care of... Um, uh, Bull City National took care of Franklin Prep National as well on court one. Now, again, I was on court, uh, the arena court, all throughout the day. Um, so, as I did yesterday and the day before there, I wanted to bring you some of the POB's eye, eye catchers. Just some players that really caught my eye. Some of these I've talked about before, and some of these are some new names there that we got to see today. So early on, kind of going down my list here, started with the Westminster Catawba Calvary Day game. MJ Collins, I talked about him the other day, the 2022 long, uh, athletic, uh, bouncy prospect there. But he has a, such a smooth, fundamentally sound jumper there. And he just is so productive and so efficient there. Um, he, he plays so uh, well, and he, he gets it done on the defensive end as well with his wingspan there. He had another stellar game there, and I really do think that more schools really need to start looking at him um, a little bit more than what they have been doing. And then also Lucas Heckerman, you know, he's been receiving some D3 offers and everything like that. He had a good, solid game, really shot well from beyond the arc, which is what he's done before in the past. Uh, long... Uh, 
stretch kind of guy, but also has some bounce to his game. But he knocked down multiple threes in the in the win for first Calvary Day. For Calvary Day, James Wilkins is the third, 2022. Had another very good game there. Such a shifty, crafty point guard. Um, terrific with the ball in his hands, getting and penetrating and getting the ball on the rim. As well as when he doesn't have the ball, finding the open spots and knocking down shots there. You know, he doesn't, he's not going to blow you away when you first look at him, but when you watch his game, you're just like, man, this kid, this kid can play. So James, uh, he led the charge with, uh, with Calvary Day. And Owen Goolidge, uh, uh, I would have to say, had another st- uh, strong performance as well. So I wanted to give him a shout out there. On to Concord Academy Greensburg Day, which was a fantastic game. Um, Actually, Greensboro Day was up and leading early, but give it to Concord. And I have to say, the guy that really impressed me, I'll start with Concord, was actually Logan Threat. Um, he's a 2022 point guard. Uh, um, when talking to him, he said that um, you know not a lot of schools have been reaching out as yet, and I think that is something that should that should change and needs to change. There, I really do think that he is a. Uh, very uh, would be a fantastic get for a program. Quick, shifty guard, weight, great body control, but he really stepped up and kept them, kept his team in the game um, today. There, without him, he was knocking down threes, uh, attacking the basket, dishing. He's a nonstop motor, always just seems to be everywhere on the court, um, and just plays with a bunch of confidence in, in his game. There, he he really led the charge, and without him. You know, Greensboro Day uh, would uh, for sure have won that game. Um, they kept him; he kept them in there for the most part. And before at the end, when Trey Benham hit the big three to actually give him the one point uh, one point win there, Greensboro Day, my my guy, I have to talk, continue to talk about, and I think he's a high level, very very high level uh, shooter. Fundamentally, you know, uh, you know, great stance, gets on his two feet. Um, you know, really just can shot, shoot the ball there. Mike Zanoni, 2022. Sorry, I had to think there for a second there. Uh, but he is just one of a high, a high level knockdown shooter, one of the best, I would say, in the state of North Carolina, uh, despite whatever class you want to look at there. He's part of the 2022 class, uh, who has other multiple shooters as well in that one. But um, he just can make you pay in so many ways with his outside. You know, fundamentally smooth, confident shooting strike, and you think it's going to go in more than you think he's going to miss it there. Uh, but he also did show that he has the mid range. He continues to work better on his defensive ability as well. There, he's got a six four, six five frame there, but he just keeps on playing, lights out, knocking down shots, um, and just it, I mean, it looks good. It looks beautiful there. Um, so I had to give him. He led the charge for Greensboro Day. Um, checking in the next game. Let's see, where was I at? It was Carmel Christian versus Bull City Prep there. Carmel Christian, they were led by, I would say, their four leaders of there. Um, they used a balance attack. Ben Burnham, of course, did his thing, uh, scoring a leading with 29 points. But with Ben Burnham, um, his ability, his reaction, and his second uh, reaction on the court and his second jump um, – I would say in the paint there, he's so quick off the floor that you, defenders don't really have a chance. And before you know it, he's either dunking on you or he's putting a put, uh, put back there, and you just and you can just see defenders like, "What am I supposed to do?" I, I, 
you know, I, he's reacting so quickly and uh, great instincts and everything like that. Um, he definitely brings that athleticism, and I, I really do think he's going to be an all-conference type player at Winthrop when it's all said and done there. I, I think he's going to have a fantastic career, and Winthrop fans are going to love Ben Burnham at the, uh, at the end of his time there. Um, Glenn Bynum. Uh, he had he had 12 points, but I like him because he had a, he's he's kind of that glue guy. He brings that physicality, strong frame. Uh, Kaz does a dirty gritty work there. He can strap up on defense, make plays for himself, knock down shots, get an attack off the dribble, make plays for others, and rebounds. You know, just does a little bit of everything. That's why you know schools are starting to are really starting to come his way and see that there. And he continues to prove on his offensive. Uh, shooting and, and game and everything like that there. But, you know, with Carmel, they had Ben, uh, ben Brown lead the way. K. Tice had 20. Justin Taylor had 20. And Glenn, Glenn finished with 12. It was like the four-headed monster with them against Bull City Prep. Durham, for the Bull City, you know, uh, Mozzie, Mozzie Jackson. Um, I, I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong there. Um, he shot the ball pretty well. Uh, quick, shifty guard, an open floor, a good ball handler, ball handler. Um, but he can also knock down shots, which he did today. That's what he was doing most effectively uh, from the three-point line there. Next one I was looking at, and probably it might have been the game that I was that came away as the most exciting one here was Kanan versus Gaston Christian. Gaston Christian came out and kind of knocked Kanan a little bit back, and you know took him back. But also Kanan was make, uh, missing some shots early. Um, but Gaston held a lead for much of the game, and then Cannon finally was able to tie it up. You know, at the end, it was at the buzzer when DJ Nix tied it up. I think it was at 66, if I remember correctly, and it went into overtime. And then it was a back and forth, back and forth battle. But the story of that game was pretty much the play. Um, Jarvis Moss, 2021, went for 41 points, and that is even after going scoreless in the first quarter. So he scored pretty much 41 points in the three quarters and then overtime there. And he was just terrific, showing his overall overall offensive capabilities. And he's not just a, a you know a smooth shooting uh, shooter that can pull up off the dribble or hit from three. Like he is literally putting everything together, uh, you know, coming at people, looking to put people on posters, uh, hanging through the air, body control up and unders, anything he can do to get the ball on the, on the rim and score, and he did. He gets downhill, attacks, and looks, embraces contact to get to the line, and he did all that today on his way for 41 points. 41 of the uh, 76 points, I would say. DJ Nix also had another very good game, like I said, including that big, big, big three um, as the buzzer ends at the end there. If he didn't hit that, they would have lost. Um, he just continued. He scored 24 points. The other guy that I would want to talk about that was probably the other most impressive guy t- today for Gaston Christian. If you don't know the name, 2022 Will Kelly. This kid had, uh, if I remember correctly, 32 points. He's such a well-rounded there uh, prospect. He, I mean, he got downhill, attacked off the dribble, uh, handled the handled pressure there, um, and just such a, sh- a crafty. You know, prospect, and he has a good size at 6'3", but he just got to the rim constantly getting downhill and made some incredible lay-ins and just just somehow got the ball. I, I don't know how he did sometimes. 
got the ball up on the rim and scored every, uh, all the time, but as well as knocked down threes. I mean, he was superbly effective. And, you know, I was talking at the end and, you know, learning that not many people or coaches are looking at him. I'm telling you, that kid is someone that you definitely want to look at for 2022. Um, keep an eye on him. He's, I think he's going to get a little boost in our rankings here. But he was, he was terrific today. Uh, his way for 32 points. Unfortunately, it was in the loss, but he made himself a name if you didn't know him already. Last game uh, was Combine Academy National, who was coming off a tough loss against Moravia the night before, faced up against Cape Fear Christian. Combine came back, came out so incredibly stronger, totally different energy, and it was the Combine that we've seen multiple times is why I keep on saying that even in a loss there, I still think that they are one of the top teams in the country there when they are clicking on all cylinders. I, I said it in the... Um, earlier in the open gyms, I said this is a this could t- be a top ten type program there if uh, when all said and done. Now, granted, they did take that loss, and I had to give props to huge, huge props to Moravian Prep. They took them out of the game. Uh, Combine, you know, made it made it difficult there, and they came hard there. But Combine was able to bounce back with the eighty nine forty three victory there. In that game, Robert Dillingham was seemed like he was a little bit more aggressive, not settling for jumpers. His jumper still didn't quite fall until a little bit later, but he was getting to the uh, getting to the uh, paint, penetrating, doing what you know Dillingham has done in the past, uh, getting to the line as well. But then he finally found it late in the game. He had a three ball that finally. Uh, you know, kind of broke the you know the misfortune that he's been having with his jumper in the last two games. There, obviously, we've seen him knock down multiple shots, um, big occasions there. So, just got had a little uh, was in a little funk there. Uh, another guy that I was I I want to give a shout to Makai Grant, twenty twenty three. He was he's finished leading the game with nineteen points. A lot of it came in the second half, but. I see so much promise in this young man. Um, he's so physical, 6'8", moves well, runs the floor, brings so much power at the rim. I mean, when the one play that they had threw it on the lob up there uh, to him, I mean, you, you feel like the backboard is going to come flying off there with him, so much power there. Super freak athlete as a 6'8 uh, forward. Um, active today, but make, makes a difference on both ends there. So, But he's still developing on what he could potentially be. And once, I'm telling you, once it all clicks, uh, I know he has um, high major offers already, and school's looking at him now, but I mean, the sky's the limit for that young man. Uh, once everything comes together and everything like that, but I love what he showed today and, uh, and that there. And then uh, as well as 2022 Bryce Alfino. Now, he didn't, he wasn't the scoring. You know, didn't put up amazing numbers offensively. I think he had a bucket or two there. But give it to the man on the defensive end, man. He was creating turnovers left and right, just nonstop all over the place, all over his opponents, getting in the passing lanes, uh, tipping balls there, and getting combined what they do best and how they want to play, creating turnovers, turning it over at fast break points there, and getting out in transition there. He had multiple ones there, really set the tone, set the energy, and brought it on the defensive end there. Uh, Cape Fear Christian, I would have to say, the guy, um, two guys that kind of caught my eye, Tristan Harkins, I still like him, uh, kind of a wiry, um, you know, he's a little, th- uh, he's got, he's a little thin there, but but he brings a lot of swagger, and like I guess spunk to the game, I would say, uh, 
if that's the right word to say. Um, he just doesn't back down. He's kind of he 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 likes to battle on the court there. Um, he did a good job in getting out in transition. Um, you know, kind of leading the break, initiating, um, getting to the rim at times. There, it was a tough day overall for Cape Fear, but Tristan, I think, is going to be a vital piece for that program and what he can do. Uh, just a good IQ, a good feel for the game, and I, I, I still one that's still one that's still developing and what uh, he could be there. So Tristan Harkins and then Jabari Perry, 6'8", 2022, big man. I just I just liked his activity down low. I mean, he had a, he had a tough today. I mean, going against players like uh, Patrick Wessler, Makai Grant, Jacorio, and that's that's a tough day for anybody there. But what I liked about him is his activity, got on the boards, uh, showed some showed some moves to get the ball on the uh, uh, on the rim and score off the glass. Battled on the po- uh, on the paint, and you know just just was super active and uh, and brought energy there. And he did his best there, but it just wasn't enough in the end for his team there. Um, so those were kind of my POB's eye catchers there uh, from day six. I think it was a great day for some basketball. I think it's been two days that have have seen some really good games. Obviously, I think this is what the, the uh, we've had four overtimes if I if I'm counting correctly, somewhere around there. So tight, tight ball games, a lot of talent, and everything like that. And then um, we'll be ending our session that we're being there at the gym one more time, one more day on Wednesday for day seven of the Phenom Holiday Classic. So make sure you come out. Uh, you know, check out the live streams if you want to watch the games. They'll be posted on our social media, but they're also posted on the website as well. Make sure you follow all, all the recaps. In our recaps, we post our standouts as well, player standouts. So you can talk about, see who the guys that we were talking about, what we thought about them, some of the stats as well. So check it out all, all out on phenomhoopreport.com. And again, on social media, the hashtag is Phenom Holiday Classic. So thank you again for joining us today for another Phenom Hoops podcast. Again, I'm your host, Patrick O'Brien, and we'll be seeing you soon around the courts here with Phenom Hoops.